special edition of High Hopes Radio on Final. Can we call it a special edition now that we're on all the time after all these wins, Fritzy? I mean, I guess it's just it's just High Hopes Radio right now. How you doing, pal? Well, I would say, I mean, six to about midnight. Monday through Friday, sometimes on the weekend, is just high hopes all the time. Apparently. It's, it's, Who knew? It's simply all we do. And <laughs> oh, buddy. We were given uh, bracelets at the, at the end Shout of the game out. today. Mine says yeah. Which is just phenomenal. Um, and I would just it, it just rings so true, given how that, uh, that ninth inning ended. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. <laughs> Never a doubt. No one was nervous about Craig Kimbrell at all. It was a strange game in that, like, they get the three homers early. We're all, you know, losing our minds. They go up 5 nothing. It feels like, all right, we're just going to kind of roll tonight. And then, you know, a little nerve-wracking, the, the Perdomo homer. Ultimately, the Kimbrell inning was a little... A little nerve-wracking, but a little nerve-wracking. Oh, somehow Craig Kimball's yet to give up a run this postseason. Dude, it's it is uh, man, we I feel like we've dealt with this with players in the past where it's like the eye test is just, <laughs> it's just not there. Does not match up <laughs> no. the results. And I feel like Kimbrell is the ultimate current example of that. Yep. Um it's just when he gets in that mode of yanking the fastball, it, it's like, dude, here's what I can't – and I don't want to be too negative because they're seven wins away. Tonight was great. It was um, a game they should have won 8-3. Yeah. Like, that was a game that they A lot of base runners, all that type of stuff. A little too tight for my liking. Yes, um, all of our liking. All of our liking. Yes. It's just – he's been in so many games to, to – to still kind of do that stuff drives me nuts. Um, but overall, uh, I mean, that's a game they jumped on the on a on a clearly kind of rattled Zach Zach Allen early. Um, like the 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 first pitch war bomb was so on brand, dude. That's as hard as you can hit a baseball. Like you can't hit a baseball much harder <laughs> like than that guy he hit destroyed it. Destroyed that <laughs> like baseball off the sign, yeah. off the off the scoreboard. Like ricocheted. Yeah, it wasn't even like slowing down when it hit that. I know. Like it was still like probably right. Like, that's how that's how Mickey Mantle hit a baseball five sixty five. Exactly, is right. that they they counted it at the exact end. That's how they did it. Um, they jumped out early. They were aggressive, smart. Love that. Zach Wheeler was brilliant. It's just there was times throughout where that's a game that you got to add on add on to, and you know you can't let the D backs have life because I saw a D backs team tonight that didn't roll over. No, they fought. They fought back. They played hard. Looked their bullpen. Got the job done for the most part, keeping them in that game. And look, Zach Gallon. They, they got to Zach Gallon. That ended up being the key to the game. Wheeler outpitched Gallon, and they were able to kind of last through that. But yeah, it was a, it was far more concerning than than I thought it was going to be early on. But again, ultimately, this team again handled business. Like the 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 headline after the game is another win at Citizens Bank Park. Yet again, they have not lost to a National League team in Citizens Bank Park in two years here in playoff <laughs> games. They are 10-0. and 10-0 now against everyone not named the Houston Astros in this ballpark in the playoffs. Well, is it 25-5 and now at CBP? So overall, it's thirty-seven and eleven, I believe, or so. Or twenty twenty. Excuse me, twenty-seven and eleven is the number in terms of like the overall record of thirty games or more in a in a ballpark. So, I mean, they just win here. It's the, it's the best. They home just field, win here. Best home field advantage in baseball, it, like it, statistically, yes, yes. And they continue to prove that day in day out. Um, my only thing, and. and obviously, momentum is only as good as the next day starter. We we talked about that a million times. 
I just hope this is not one of those games that carries over. You know, I think like how they came out and they and they were on fire early, and then just kind of let up. Like I hope that like for a perfect world for me tonight is they make that eight three. They they don't let the, the D backs breathe, and we're riding off like <laughs> having having our dreams. There was a little part of me that very happy they won, but just again little too tight late. For for and hopefully hopefully that doesn't carry over into tomorrow. And look, they they were off. Both teams were off, so a little bit of a lull in between. But yeah, you want to see them convert. And look, the runners on scoring position—that's been a thing the last few games. <laughs> I mean, like you know, they they have struggled. I mean, really all season, they have struggled the last few games to to convert those opportunities. You just hope that they start to because they have significant. They significantly outplayed the Diamondbacks tonight. Mm-hmm. The the game was a lot less close than the score ended up being. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and yeah, I think I think. The more and more you you went down the lineup, listen, that Perdomo homer is just not going to happen. No, like he no. he can't hit. No. I mean, it's it that was about that was like a pitcher hitting a home run for for me. <laughs> so, like that that game's totally different if, if for some reason he, he misses the barrel by a, a millimeter. And then that and then we're sitting here feeling this is like this is more of a laugher. Um but the more and more you see that Diamondbacks team and you see just the lineup, it's just like the Phillies should have no problem. The Phillies are a way, way – we said it coming in and it was apparent tonight. They are a way more talented team. And, look, I do think they come out of this game in better shape. Uh, Diamondbacks had to use more bullpen guys. They didn't well, have to use Gangol, but they used more bullpen guys. The I mean, Wheeler – only throws 80 pitches. Smart. He's going to be ready to I was roll glad, for five. I was if glad needed. they got him out. Yeah. So I think on the whole, like the way the Phillies handled this game, they come out of it not just with a one nothing lead, but in better shape for game two. Yeah, I thought Lavallo was pretty bad tonight. Um, you know, getting kind of pants there by Thompson. The double pinch hitter. The, when do you see the double pinch hitter? Well, it's just like. I would just have let Longoria hit. I mean, Longoria has a, a chance at the ball at the ballpark. He's hit well here. I feel like of the guys in that lineup that I'm worried about, maybe because he has obviously a longer track record, um, like Longoria is one guy that I, I – I don't. I, I think could beat this team. So I thought to do that to get the hit, to to Paven Smith completely waste him, and then you end up with like Emmanuel Rivera. Like that's that's a disaster. Emmanuel Rivera on, on, on Jose Alvarado. How do you how do you think that's going to work out for you? Like if you're Tori Lovello, you would rather just have Sir Anthony on on Longoria. Without a doubt. Like, not, like that's not even <laughs> that's not even doubt. a question mark. Not even um you know a big deal. And then like what are you burning Miguel Castro for in, in a five? two game at that point like he's he's your second best right-handed reliever i mean he's probably fine for tomorrow but still it's just it, it just felt unnecessary like, well especially with potentially five games in six days you know there's only one off day this week game two is tomorrow they're off wednesday and then if they go to five it's thursday friday saturday so there's there is a, a, a short window for these games and the more guys get used the the less step open is going to be ready to go for these games as it continues on and again you want to see the fills come out tomorrow and jump on them, you know, jump on them because if they can win tomorrow night, which again it's here, so you feel super confident they're going to. I mean, the series is over, two nothing going back to Arizona. It's over. Yeah, no, it is, and and especially the fact that it's it's Gallon and Kelly. Like if you're able to beat Gallon and Kelly, and then it get to, to Brandon fought and whoever they're starting in Game Four. Yeah, like the funniest part about Game Four when we get there is that. You know, whether Taiwan Walker starts, which I hate the idea of, or Chris Sanchez, the Phillies will have the advantage no matter who starts. Without a doubt. Which is which is shocking given Taiwan Walker possibly starting that game. 
So yeah, yeah I do. usually Taiwan Walker is not an advantage over anyone, but but the Diamondbacks don't even have four starter like Tommy Henry. I mean, it's a bullpen game, whatever. The oh, fil- sweet, a bullpen game yeah. with, the, with the bullpen who's not very good. <laughs> Sounds like a, a recipe for a disaster. Yeah. So um, the Phillies are well set up coming out of Game One. Even if Game One got tighter than it needed to, they won the game. They got it done, and now they're in really good shape moving into the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Um, the big thing for, for tonight that's going to affect tomorrow the most to me is probably no Alvarado. Yeah, so, well, yeah. So he's pretty much out for tomorrow. Then but Strom and Soto have been good. Strom and Soto have been good. Kimbrell, I would assume, would be fine. But he didn't have to use Hoffman tonight, so maybe Hoffman's in the in the, in the Kimbrell role. Uh, I would think Sir Anthony is probably okay to go, especially with the off day. He, I think they can pitch back-to-back. Um, and Kirkering not used tonight as well, so you have him. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually been, I've been surprised they haven't brought Kirkering in. To a bigger spot. Yeah. I mean, it felt like when the postseason started and the way they used him in the Marlins series and even, you know, holding a two-run lead against yeah, the— Yeah, 2 nothing in the seventh against the Braves. That was a, that was a big spot. Totally. Yeah. And um, the fact that they, they just haven't really used him in any big spot since is, has been interesting. And they, they, it seems like their, their confidence is back in Sir Anthony, which, you know, he made the bad double play throw. Which, which was horrible. Oh, horrible. I mean, horrible. In the moment— in the building, everyone felt like, like a loss. No, it felt yeah, like a loss. I was like, "Wait, what just happened?" I immediately placed yeah. a live bet on the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Thank you. Well no done. bet has ever been placed quicker than <laughs> when Sir Anthony threw the ball in the center buddy. field. We yeah, whatever that. it takes. Again, whatever. This is the postseason. That's right. Listen, Walker. He doesn't have to go to college. <laughs> I don't, it's, it's a World Series. Like, who cares? Some things are more important. Thank you. So I try to tell people. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. As we react to the Phillies taking a one nothing lead in the NLCS. Three wins away from the World Series as the Phillies win again at Citizens Bank Park. 215-592-9494. If you're leaving the game, if you're heading home, just if you're at home and you watch it, give us a call. We'd love to hear your reaction, how you feel about the win tonight. 215-592-9494. Let's start it off with the guy we just saw down at the ballpark, our guy Chad from Downingtown. What up, Chad? Seven more wins, Tom Seven more, baby. Seven more. Guys, uh, the, the shore bombs are like something that, that you know, I, I can't uh, wrap my mind around when that ballpark starts. Intoxicating is what they are. They are intoxicating. <laughs> the ballpark just starts with an immediate roar, and then it's, it's hard to calm the place down. Uh, but the D-backs almost did tonight. That was a little bit scary. For sure. Um, Kimbrel, though, man. I, <laughs> it's just it's, – it's such a uh, weird uh, – every single inning seems to be the same but different. Um, and then he ends up getting out of it every time. So I don't know what to say there. But we have seven more, and uh, we're going to win game two tomorrow. Love it, Chad. Great to hear from you, buddy. We are going to win game two tomorrow. I believe that. And look, it, it, like we all remember, you know, 48 for 48 and all that. Life on a Lidge was a thing. Like it wasn't like Brad Lidge just came out and mowed him down every time. Like we are used to this terrifying but getting the job done type of ninth inning thing. It's just, you know, when the margin of error is first so small, like Johan Roas making an amazing catch with the bases loaded, and, uh, you know, it gets – I think gets nerve wracking. I guess I just think my biggest fear with Kimbrel is that it's just one of these games that's going to bite him. Like it's eventually going to bite. Yeah, well, how many times can you leave base runners, keep walking guys, and give up potential big hits? That you're just walking the tightrope. Yeah, you're walking the tightrope every single time. We are broadcasting live from the Deborah Heart and Lung Center broadcast booth. Deborah Heart and Lung Center, the Delaware Valley's only heart 
Hospital. It's Fritz, it's Seltzer, it's High Ops Radio. We're reacting to a 5-3 to three Phillies victory. The Phillies, one nothing lead in the NL. Let's go. A one nothing lead in the NLCS, all right? It got scary, but the Phillies are, se- are three wins away from the World Series, seven wins away from being world champions. 215-592-9494. Call in now. We want to hear your reaction. We're going to take calls coming up next, and we'll continue to react to the game, talk about Zach Wheeler, another nice outing from Zach, and a whole lot more. It's High Hopes Radio. We're coming right back. So does it count as predicting it when we've called it like every single game and then he finally did it, the leadoff homer from Schwerber? No. No. No, it doesn't. No. I mean, because everyone's like, oh, it's, it's... <laughs> I know, I know. So many people come up to me and be like, I called the Lloydolph Schwerber homer. It's like, yeah. Well, I appreciate Maybe. it because, yeah. like, I mean, I, I like that no one really lost faith in Lloydolph Schwerber. It was God. good to have him just come back and, and be himself tonight. So it's good, it good to have Schwerber back. There's just it, It's so fun. It's just so fun when he leads off the game with the home It's run. the best. It is the best feeling in the world. Like, it, it really is. It's just bang. Hey, there's one. It's it, one nothing Phillies just like that. And, um, again, we, we mentioned in the open, just absolutely – there's a word I want to use. Just crapped on. Just, like, just, <laughs> just absolutely destroyed. Um, and And – a lot like last year, didn't get a home. Again, we talk about the bits with this team, how it's they keep everything man. consistent, and they're just so relentlessly consistent. Um, Schwarber has no impacts on the first two series, just like last year, and then leads off the – well, last year was like, what, the fifth inning? Yeah. He hit the 488 off of, mm-hmm. off of um, Darvish. Tonight is just, yeah, let's get this one out of the way. Early. And Harper homered in that game, too. Unbelievable. 215-592-9494. Coming back to the phones in a minute. Let's get to the player of the game brought to you by South Jersey Gas. Committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at SouthJerseyGas.com slash Love My Home. Fritzy, who you got tonight for the player of the game? I'll go with Zach Wheeler. Yeah, it's I mean, hard it's, to argue with it, that. It's <laughs> hard, hard to argue with that. Like Schwarber, tone setter, Bryce, great. Uh, happy birthday, Bryce. Ha- yeah, nice little – what do you think of the, the 31 coming around home, like um, the blowing out the, the – th- I thought it was good. So it was, was great. Yeah. It was great. But I did have him plus 4,200 for two. Oh, and so, uh, I just would have appreciated that for my birthday, even though it's not mine. Um, but Zach Wheeler, yet again, I mean, game ones, he just continues to be a monster. Rob Thompson. 7-0 and in game ones. How about that? I mean, the Phillies are 15-1 and in game one since 2008. How about that? 15-1 and in games one. Also, Zach Wheeler. The only uh, loss was the Halliday versus Lincecum. Mm-hmm. How about that? By the way, how about this stat from Zach Wheeler? Corey Seidman put this out. Uh, lowest whip walks uh, and hits loud uh, in innings pitch. In May- Thanks for explaining me what, well, what, not what whip Well, to you. Is. Maybe yes. there are listeners who Just might not Just because Elliot know. has his headphones on yeah. doesn't mean we that. We will get a, a Big J update <laughs> yeah. from the locker room from our guy, Elliot Shore Parks, who has just been our hype man most here in this ride. Now he's actually going to chime in, Finally. which is exciting. Uh, how about this stat? Lowest whip in Major League Baseball playoff history, minimum of 50 innings. Zach Wheeler. Point seven one. He has the low. Second is Mariano Rivera. Third is Kenley Jansen. Fourth is Sandy Koufax. And fifth is Christy Mathewson. So we're talking about Wheeler ahead of you know Mariano Rivera, the greatest postseason reliever of all time. Kenley Jansen, a, a reliever. Sandy Koufax and Christy Mathewson. Pretty good company. Man. Pretty good. He's pretty good. And um, I don't it, think we give him enough credit well, for the playoff starter he has been so. Totally. It, it's it's almost he's become so expected to be great that it's almost surprising if he ever falters. That's how good Zach Wheeler has been in, in game in game ones and, and really just in the postseason in general. I mean, the only time he's really struggled was in game two in Houston. 
That's the only time he's been kind of eh, kind of shaky. Everything else is just locked down city. And there was a big moment in the game tonight where JT Realmuto base is uh, loaded. You want to talk about bits? <laughs> no, the double play. It's, it's just it's it's excruciating. Um, but that's a big moment, and I don't care what the score is. That's a momentum shifter. And the D-backs had it, and Zach Wheeler went out there and said, no, it's over. Um, he is he is a big-game pitcher. He's one of the best big-game pitchers we've ever had here, and he's someone that no matter who he's going against. Like he went against Zach Gallon tonight. I think Zach Gallon's awesome. Yeah. And he was not, obviously, his sharpest early. And Zach Wheeler just was dominant. He is – he is fantastic. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot. You know, we've talked a lot recently, the last month or so, about how underrated he's been in his time here. And it's just unbelievable. Like, he is underrated even as a playoff pitcher. I mean, he is all you can ask for out of your ace and out of that contract and all that stuff. All right. In a couple minutes, we're going to get a big J update. Our guy, Elliot Shore Parks, was just down in the locker room talking <laughs> we'll to Bryce. We'll see if he asked the question. Talking to Cassian. So all the good stuff. We're going to hear from that in a sec first. Usually leads us off here. You know, wasn't on the board. Where's he been? Where's he been? We got him now. Our guy, Black Ready. What up, Bob? Happy birthday, Harper. Happy birthday. <laughs> There's no You want to talk about easy money, <laughs> baby mama, and no low. I mean, I told you, I said, put some money on Cassie, Harper, and Shorebound. I didn't know it was going to be the first hit. But, man, I made me some cash only. Easy money. The game wasn't easy, though. Uh, let me tell you something. There's something about, like, stress and pressure that I enjoy. But then there's a certain moment when I wanted to shut down, and I'm just like, yeah, what are we doing, Harper? Get on top of the ball. I want, I want that kid Kirkering out there. I want him, at least at home, get him at home when, when the pressure's all right. You know what I mean? Why are we not using this kid? I want to know. I like him. I like the way he I feels. think you'll see My him role. tomorrow for what it's worth. Yeah, but I think he'll be in there. How crazy is it, though, to think about the fact this kid is 22 years old, started the year in low A. He has pitched, what, like five innings in the majors or something like that? And every single Phillies fan is like, put him in, in a big spot. It's, it's pretty I- wild. And, and if you don't know nothing about me, I'm a vibes guy. He gives me that good feeling. I'm going to roll with it until he made me feel some sort of different way. But let me tell you guys something. The beginning part of that game, oh, my God. Have you asked? I mean, y'all are there. But there's nothing more electric than just watching it go back to back. And, you know, I'm like, everyone's like, why are you pushing the price? I'm like, well, it doesn't matter now because everybody's hitting. And the daycare, they have that luck, but they get some hard hits. You know I mean, their, their time is coming. As long as they stay up there, keep their heads up, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be excited. Uh, one thing before I get off, you got to tell uh, uh, Flip Flops, if he wants to get on board, he's got to talk about how the Phillies are a better organization. And oh, uh, run. Uh, and that's a good point. Before. He can't get on board. I, I, mean, I don't want to hear none of his yeah. notes. Uh, uh, make sure he does that. And also tell him what I said about this. Red what, what a win. What a win. All right. I mean, what a pro, by the way. Clean transition to Elliott Shore Park. I know. Just getting us ready for it. You know, it's called a segue. Speaking of uh, Elliott Shore Parks, look at you, buddy. What up, guys? How you doing, pal? It's a pro baseball writer's worst dream ever. I'm about to report from the clubhouse. <laughs> I got to be honest, buddy. Um, you know, I respect you. Uh, you know, I think Appreciate you're, that. You're, 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 a, you're clearly a hard worker. Thank you. you, you 
you look like you look like the playoff games are taking a bit of a toll. You look really tired right now. So I was talking to you look really tired. I was talking to hard to keep your eyes open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to Alex Coffee, the Inquirer. Shout out to Alex Coffee. And I was saying I have no idea how she does the baseball beat. Like the Eagles, the Eagles schedule must be the easiest in the world compared to this. Like practice three days a week. The games are at one o'clock on a Sunday. If it starts at eight, it feels like the world's over. But no, I'm good. I'm ready to go. I'm honored to be on High Hopes uh, Radio Pod. Our biggest hype man. Yes. So I I mean, imagine, you know, this is why we always say it's such a commitment to love a baseball team. Like you really have to commit. It's 162 days. Look, when I when I look more tired than Seltzer, I think uh, that's a great point. You know, it's it's getting extreme. You don't have to be up in three hours. That's a good point. Let's get down to the the clubhouse. You talked to Bryce. You were part of that whole thing. Yes. Um, What did Bryce have to say about the homer, about the birthday, the whole night? So he said he came up with the birthday celebration as he went around third base. Do liar. We, do we believe that? No way. Total liar. I, I agree and with I that. And I love Bryce, but he he's very orchestrated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I thought the most interesting thing he had to say was uh, talking about Nick Castellanos and saying that this is someone he's seen step up in big moments since Castellanos was 16, 17 years old. I guess they played together in a tournament. Sure, the USA, yeah. Yep, yeah. So you can just tell the confidence uh, in the clubhouse. Obviously, right now, is very much behind Castellanos. But for me, the biggest take takeaway from being down there was just how the last time I was in that locker room, they were pouring beer on each other, celebrating, dancing, obviously doing all those things. And you're in there today and all they want to talk about is how it's only one win and that they're focusing on tomorrow. And if we're all being honest with ourselves, this is a team that's relatively new to postseason success. I know some players on the team have done it, but as a group, they were in there last year uh, and then now this is their second run at it. And to see that type of attitude from a group that can go from having that much fun together and that much celebrating to then completely having the right attitude after a win like that. Um, I've been in a lot of locker rooms. Uh, I thought it was one of the more impressive kind of workman-like attitudes from a team that I've seen. And I really think that the more and more this goes along and the more and more we learn more about this team – I think that's Nick Castellanos. Like Bryce, I think is the is the overarching theme mm. guy for that. But I think Castellanos has that kind of mentality. I was I was also talking to Alex Coffey, our, wow. good, our, wow. good, our good close friend. Is she the the big J for the Potter? My, yeah, guys are no, have but to we'll decide. see. Yeah. see if you can knock her off that throne. Yeah. Um, but she was saying, you know. So he tied Reggie Jackson tonight for consecutive yep. home runs or most home five, runs. Today. Five home runs in three games. In three games. Yep, right. Reggie Jackson, Mr. October. When he got the nickname Mr. October in 77, that time. Yes, right. exactly. And, um, you know, they're, they're thinking about writing a story about it. And they kept asking him, like, oh, you tied Reggie Jackson. And he was just like, we won. I know. You know? And, so and, good. And, and that kind of stuff matters because I think if you get too ahead of yourself, that's how you have a letdown spot after you hit five home runs in game three. Well, especially – well, And year. not just that. Uh, this stat was put out tonight. The Phillies uh, are the first team in Major League Baseball postseason history to hit 12 homers in a three-game span. Never happened before. The Phillies did it. Well, so, wow. yeah. yeah. It's and what point. I think is impressive is right now the whole story about this team is the crowds. And Schwarber had some awesome quotes about that. But they get so many questions about, you know, like what an awesome atmosphere. Bryce, it's your birthday. What'd you think of this? Like so many kind of poking type questions and all they respond with for the most part is it's just game one. Tomorrow's the most important game. So it, it was an impressive attitude. Yeah. From them. And again, I do think it comes from Cassianos. You know, we heard it after the game two laws. He's the one who's like, we thrive when we get punched in the mouth. <laughs> he's the one who was asked when he's asked on the field about stuff. He's like, yeah, we got to go win tomorrow, man. Like, I don't care about hitting two home runs tonight. We got to win tomorrow. Like, I think that mentality is pervasive. I do hope that if, if they end up, you know, 
doing the thing. Doing the thing. I do hope that Cassianos is like just goes wild, like oh, goes wild and says, you know, this is great. Now, what did uh, what did Schwarber say? So Schwarber had two really uh, awesome quotes. So he was asked what it's like to hit a home run at Citizens Bank Park, and, and he said, "You don't really feel the ball; you just let the crowd tell you if it's going out." Nice. Which I, that, that is a great that quote. Put I thought that was really cool. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Right. Please. Um, and he also said, "This is, you know, I guess, it's going to be a big tombstone for Jack." But uh, put this one on there as well. He said, "You know, when he retires, he'll remember a lot of things. But one of the things he'll remember a, a lot is the feeling of walking up to a plate uh, to the plate at Citizens Bank Park." Yeah. Straight, but this is a guy that's played in Boston. Yeah, he's played for the Cubs. He won a World Series with them. Like he's played in some. You like that? <laughs> who else has he played for? The test the Nationals. Oh, look at this! Never uh, confession. I looked it up five minutes ago. <laughs> Where do you, you go to college? Uh, I'm out on that. What position yeah. did he play in college? Uh, DH. Nope. Mm. No. He's a catcher. He's a catcher. Can you believe wow. that? Wow. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe that. Yeah. But, but, Fourth but, pick in the draft. But in all seriousness, for someone that's played in those stadiums and those atmospheres to say, he'll always remember walking to the plate at Citizens Bank Park. He says, you walk to the plate with 46,000 people ready to rock and roll. And just to hear, <laughs> look, we'll, we'll never experience it that. I know Jack did in college experience something close. Yeah. But 12. to hear someone that's in those moments explain it like that so well, it was it was really cool. Well, and this is actually a point that, that you've made a lot of times, yes. which, again, you're noted baseball guy. But, um, Always. Like, it, it, part of why we, I think I like Schwarber hitting leadoff is he is that guy. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's the guy in the clubhouse. He's the guy that people look to. Like, um, you know, I think he's the most important 162 player, and maybe Cassianos has taken over for the playoffs. Over 162, what he does in the locker room is really, really important. But he's also the – he's kind of the, the alpha on this team. Yeah. And the fact that he gets to walk up there and kind of – Start it. Let him hang out yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You know, and just – Set the I'm tone. Schwarber. He's it's, a tone setter. It's important. And, yeah. and he – I think he brings that edge to this team that, that, that does not get talked about enough with him being in the leadoff two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go back to the phones. Another person got to meet – tonight we've heard his calls this run a real pleasure to meet him tonight zach in roxborough hey buddy gentlemen what's up zach uh uh jack i said this to you and, and i didn't introduce myself i apologize <laughs> and I, I know this will inflate your head a little bit at this Uh-oh. point but we, we need a petition for you to throw out a first pitch at some point oh, in, in these playoffs because you know, I keep coming back to it. Like I've said to my brother, who is there with me tonight, like if they make the World Series, I'm buying a Trey Turner jersey with the World Series patch on it because that man has encapsulated everything this team has done and overcome and achieved this year. Um, and in large part, it's due to you, man. And, like, I give you your props, you know. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, the, yeah. the, tr- the truth, I mean, like – there's a, it's a lot of people, you know what I mean? Like, like obviously yeah. the fans and, and all the movements. Like, if I could have been, if I could have been one little part of that, like that's fine. Um, yeah, but exactly. yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been a special run. It's been special. We also know that, like as you said, you might have a heart attack on the field if you threw a ball. So like, we don't really want you to to, to collapse yeah, but I on guess, the field. I guess it, I guess if you put it this way, that you know, I never lost in the high school playoffs. Mm-hmm. Clearly a big game guy. Oh, that's it. Like uh, I, I would probably here throw we a strike go. In the, but here's the problem with that, Zach, is if I throw if I throw a strike whatever and then they lose like I'm never oh, able to live that down yeah, you know what bad. I mean no. there's, a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of stakes with it too. yeah true sure. true true but hey I'd be mean, like it was great to meet you both and, and I got to talk to James a little bit more and, and my brother and I got to meet James and talk to him a bit oh. and this game was beautiful like Harper hitting a home run in his first day Schwarber just leading off the way he did Brantney 
Oh, Sir Andy. Um, <laughs> we got to work on your fielding, bro. Like, come yeah, on. Man. Jesus Christ. Um, and it's heart in your throat. And, and, and every time Craig Kimball comes up to the, to the mound, I look to the sky and I beg my dad, wherever he is, whoever he's hanging out with, whether it be Dr. John or David Bowie, I don't wow. care. Get your butt down here because we need your focus. <laughs> <laughs> well, he came through tonight, Zach. He came through tonight, buddy. And, and th- it was great yeah, meeting you, man. Yeah, you too, buddy. It was a pleasure. Hopefully we'll see another game. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I – uh, it's a special place, Citizens Bank Park, for these games. You know, I know it got tight at times tonight. It was a little nerve-wracking at the end, but... Well, it went from the least stressed I've ever to, been right, in a baseball to game. like, oh, goodness, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. But, like, I want this to be easy. But, like, there is just something... To, to the point Elliot was making, and, and 215-592-9494, uh, like... There's something different about being here. I know we've talked about it the whole time, but it, it is just when you're in this building, and I can only imagine if you're walking to the plate and, and everyone's going crazy, it is unlike any baseball stadium that has ever been. I feel super confident saying that. 215-592-9494. It's High Hopes Radio. I almost said special edition. I'm just saying High Hopes Radio as we react to a uh, another Phillies win, the Phillies 5-3 to three win. They are up one nothing in the NLCS. We'll come back. We'll continue to take your calls, continue to react to a, a big Big win down at Citizens Bank Park tonight. We're coming right back. I love the happy birthday pal in there. Great call from Fransky as Harper just tank shot on his birthday. The first pitch he ever saw on his birthday in Major League Baseball. How about that? <laughs> Very poetic. And <laughs> just on brand. I did have a uh, Kyle Schwarber anytime home run. Of course I had you did. A Harper anytime home been, run. You have been like on fire this run so far. Yeah, but like, listen, I could have used a Trey Turner stolen base. No, that was the only thing All that right. closed out a, a three hundred dollar parlay. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. Phil's win made it too close. But um, yeah, he's just. <laughs> I mean, his his ability to rise to the big moments. It's He's just, one home run away from tying Jason Worth as the Phillies' all-time leader in postseason home runs. Well, one I, home run away. I mean, no one – I can – I feel this pretty confidently, but – no one's ever going to catch Bryce. I mean, he, he's going to be in the 20s at some point. Like, he's going to be, like, way ahead of everyone at some point. I mean, Of course he is. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's just – it is – Because, again, this is just getting started. They're going <laughs> to – being in the NLCS is just another thing for this team. Um, he's going to have a lot of big moments. And, and when we are making the trip up to Cooperstown Hell yeah. in 2040 – and doing a live high hopes outside. <laughs> and we try to put together, like, when I'm still doing the top five at five. I love this. In 2040. Yes. Good luck. I mean, that's going to be that's gonna be a big top five. I mean. It, will any, quick question. Okay. I love, will he, I, I love where your head's at right now, yes. Will he ever hit a bigger homer than, than Bedlam, Bedlam at the Bank? So, it's hard to say yes, because, again, as we talked about, like, the biggest home run in Philly's history, other than maybe Dick Sisler, and there's no video of that. Did so. dump that? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I uh, I would say for 99% of players, I would say to that same question, absolutely not. Like the odds that he will get an opportunity to do something like that again are so small. Um, but with this guy, man, probably, probably will. I mean, it just it feels like I feel like this is setting up. For Bryce to have like a like a game, not I don't think it's gonna be a walk off, but I think Bryce in the World Series is gonna have a like a 
big time home run. Like it, in a game six, seven. Maybe Joe Carter at our time go the other way with it. This but gen- our version of Joe Carter, how about that? This generation's Joe Carter. I just <laughs> it, it feels like it's all trending towards Bryce having that moment. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. In the history of my life watching baseball, if that moment comes for him. I will have never been more confident in a player in that moment. Like, I, if he gets that moment, I feel like he's going to come through, and that's the unbelievable thing about this guy. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones, go to Northeast Philly, and talk to Richie. What up, Rich A? James, the morning show, Paul, has to be who's the big power couple on the Jumbotron, the Kelsey brothers or Fritz and Seltzer? That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's what I want up <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say, I mean, a bit of a choke job by, by Jason Kelsey with, the, with the, the chugging of the beer. A little slow. A little slow. A little slow. Yeah. He was much Kelsey faster. Have I, 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 have no, I, have no, I cannot talk any smack against Jason Kelsey <laughs> at this moment when it comes to chugging beers. He whooped my ass, so credit to that guy. All right, I'm just going to hit you guys with a couple of things so you can get to a bunch of different callers. Uh, Wheeler has pitched four games once. 26 innings pitched, three earned runs. Wow. Jack, you were talking about Schwarber's home run tonight. Exit velocity, you're going to love this. 117 miles per hour yeah. off the bat. Which is as hard as you can hit a baseball. Like, I don't, I would, I don't know StatCast data, but I would guess there aren't that many balls hit that much harder. No, he crushed that ball. Uh, Wheeler tonight, I absolutely love this. He only threw 81 pitches, which could come up big, you know, on Saturday. He should be pitching. And just, you know, in general, getting him rest, 81 pitches. He got the W. And uh, the the Phillies, this entire playoff run, game two against the Braves, the end of the eighth, and, of course, the end of the ninth. That's the only two innings that they have been behind the entire playoff run. Wow. 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 Those are good numbers, Richie. As far as first pitches go, when is Callum Scott going to throw out a first pitch? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, Richie. It's got to happen. Great call, man. It's, it's it, it has happen. to, right? Maybe maybe wait for the, the series as soon as you get there. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think Callum Scott has become too big of a – and, look, he's ready, man. He's like, I'll come perform. Let's yeah. go. I mean, I'm sure for him. The Phillies like, are like, all right, relax. I know. Well, if Let's you're Callum Scott, yeah. you're just like out of nowhere. This, like, whole fan base is a fan of yours. And yeah. you're like, well, this is pretty cool. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I, I'm sure he's not too upset. I thought, I thought the pulling of Wheeler was the most, like, wor- like this is a, a stepping stone moment of the postseason. Because it felt, it felt like we need him for. Oh yeah, for we're bigger, thinking ahead. Games down yeah, I agree with you. Because in the moment, like if it's if it's just a normal game, like you don't pull him in that spot. He's mm-hmm. eighty-one pitches. He, you know, I think you want him facing Walker rather than Sir Anthony. You know, like it didn't make sense, but clearly top right. And and like we talked about coming in in the pregame show that you know, look, Zach Wheeler did wear down in Game Two of the World Series last year. Like he he started to we started to see it, and because if you I want to re- make sure he's good to go through the end, if I remember correctly. They gave him an extra couple days in the World Series. They could have started in Game 5. I think that's right. I think they could have started in Game 5, but they didn't feel confident confident in him because they felt like the stuff was maybe declining. And that, that felt like a, a very, very poignant thing for them to do tonight was pull him with 81 pitches after six innings. He did his job, get him out of there, turn it over to the bullpen. I thought it was very purposeful. Yeah, look, and again, there have been um, some, like, in the moment weird decisions, I think that the biggest one, like, you know, we talked about afterwards, but bringing Kimbrell into that dirty inning in the seventh against the Braves was a strange decision, but, I mean, yet again, 
Like every move Topper has made has not just worked out, but has also like been uh, like forethought. Like he's been thinking ahead, and you can see the the you know what he's planning with each of these moves, and that it's 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 this dude is like. He has got the World Series on his mind, and, he, and he's managing that way. Good. Yeah, exactly. Good. So well, do exactly. we. All right, let's get one more call. Let's go to the Northeast and talk to Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. Just calling again. Just calling my way back from the game. Awesome. Uh, Citizens Bank Park again. Like, I'm, I'm sitting there, first pitch where Wheeler is about to throw. I'm looking over my friend Paul. I'm like, what other city is this loud for the first pitch of a, of a playoff suit? Like it's None. unreal. None. This, this and, and it's the relentlessness. It's every time there's two strikes. Every time there's a situation. Every, everyone every gets pitch. so loud and so intense. It is, again, I, it's unlike anything I've seen in my life. Yeah, it's 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 just so much fun to be a part of. I've been at a lot of the games this year and last year in the postseason specifically. And again, this team just feels different. Like going into games, like you're kind of just expecting to win, whereas like last year, you're just like you're just along for the ride. And this team just feels different. Like it just feels different this year. So yeah, Danny, uh, I'm with I'm with you, man. And good call. Like it does it does. We've talked about it a lot. Like it feels exactly the same and totally different at the same time. It's like bit wise storyline wise the same but the mentality of this team the way they go about their business they feel just so much more locked in so much more purposeful well but even the fans i mean i mean the fans tonight yeah you're right came, like, we come in rabid but but that but also like when they win it, it's not wow that was crazy yeah. it, it's a lot more seven more yeah which which i like you know I, I like that the fan base is locked in with the team as they should and, be and like again we talk about the ex, the expectations on this series and it's so much different than the other series because the other series is like wow this is crazy like i hope they just play well i hope they don't just you know throw up all over themselves like they do in 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 big spots (laughs) you know now it's just like go beat the diamondbacks go beat the diamondbacks and be in the world series again and back-to-back world series appearances like it's freaking nuts man like it's nuts that we might be that doesn't happen in baseball time i mean obviously the 2014 2015 royals did it Mm -hmm. but you know that was an anomaly it's very hard and it and it shows the, the special kind of culture that they have built here. I, I couldn't agree more. Probably a little ahead of ourselves. For no, they got to they got to get there. But but it, you're right. If they can get back and and obviously if they can finish it off, that is something that rarely happens. It's like there are not many teams. The Astros, an example of it. But there are not many teams that lose the World Series one year and go back and can win it. Uh, all right. Final thoughts from all of us. Elliot Shore Parks. Your final thoughts before we get out of here. Yeah, I think the word you guys were looking for there is winning in the playoffs and winning at Citizens Bank Park is becoming routine. It's what you expect. And it's routine for the crowd to show up and go crazy. Uh, It's still crazy to see, and it's wild they do it every night. But this is what Philly fans are being known are going to be known for now. This team is going to be known for winning in the postseason. It's becoming routine. Success for this team is now routine. And it's incredibly impressive to watch them grow up uh, in this postseason from fun guys making a run last Last year to born assassins that just take the soul out of teams in this in this park. So uh, it, it's it's been incredible to watch. Yeah, again, ten and zero against National League teams in this park in the last two playoffs. That's I mean, it's all wild. we ever hope for. It's, it's wild. all we ever hope for. All right, Fritzy, Tybo on it. Yeah, um, tomorrow is a chance to effectively end the series. I mean, you go up two zero in the Diamondbacks. You only have to win two more out of the next five, you know. Yeah, I like, mean, with worst case, which I would never, I don't see happening, but they, two at home. Like, you know, it, if you win tomorrow, you can you can win the games at home and win the series. I do not expect Merrill Kelly to be to be rattled. He seems like a, a low heartbeat guy. I agree. Um, you know, I, I tomorrow I think is more on Nola. 
I think tomorrow's a NOLA game. I think, I mean, I feel like I've been predicting tight games outside of like, you know, one this postseason. Um, but t- tomorrow feels like a tight game that do your job against Merrill Kelly. I think their their bats have been really, really good. I thought they're really good off Gallon. And then when they went up five nothing, I think they kind of took their foot off the gas. I totally agree. Um, can't happen tomorrow. Just you know, kind of step on a throat. You know, they go up 2-0. You have Nola on the mound. Do what it looked like you were going to do in game two in Atlanta, and then you blew it. Like, actually finish that game off. Yeah. Go up 2-0 and, and, and put a stranglehold on this thing. And, and, and don't give the Diamondbacks and their crowd a game three where they're like, they're like okay, well, we can go up 2-1. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfectly said. Uh, thank you to everyone who called in. Thank you to everyone who said hi at the ballpark. It is it is a real thrill getting to meet so many people. We've had such a great time down here. And guess what? We're doing it again tomorrow. So if you're coming here tomorrow, come say hi. Uh, we will be on the pregame show at 6 o'clock tomorrow, so tune in for that. Another High Hopes pregame show and, of course, the postgame afterwards. Go win another one tomorrow, boys. Go win another one. Uh, thank you to Fran back in the studio, Dan Wilson. And thank you to everyone for listening to another special edition of High Hopes Radio after another Phillies victory, a one nothing NLCS lead, seven wins away from being world champions. Thank you for listening. It's Fritz. It's Seltzer. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.